All right, friends, uh, we welcome everybody online. And I was, as uh, Tanya was praying and praying for you guys that are coming online, uh, this came to my heart just now. Preparation. Now, how many people, uh, let's see, ever been on a, a sports team, right? Right? So there was a lot of preparation before the game, right? What about, uh, you know, if you go to the races, if you're a race car driver, they go over that car, man, they look at things, they tighten the bolts and everything else. Now, what type of preparation do we have in our hearts before we come to praise the Lord? Now, he'll take you to where you are, but I'm just saying today, I believe God is going to move in a mighty way because I have prepared my heart. We've been praying, and I believe you guys have too. So let's get ready to see what God's got for us today. Somebody say amen. All right, well, I want to ask you guys, did everybody have a great Thanksgiving? I pray that you did. Everybody did good? How many people over eight? How many people do I need to pray for? They ain't telling the truth. All right, there we go. Now, 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 now we got that out of the way, so we're going to be all right. But that's what's going on. So I pray that everybody did have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, you know what? Through those things, I got to see a lot of uh, just, just random acts of kindness, see people giving and doing and, and sharing and inviting people and things. And, man, that is huge. You know, I love Thanksgiving, and I love all the holidays and things. But the thing about Thanksgiving I think is really cool. You don't have to worry about the presents. You don't have to get into any of this. You can just... Grab a bite to eat, have a meal, and spend some time with family and friends. Or make some new family and friends. Amen? Because, man, we don't want to see anybody missing out. And we don't want to see anybody missing out on the Word of God. And I'm so thankful that you guys are tuning in today. And I ask you to share the message as we go. So with that being in mind, I want to just kind of reflect on a few things the Lord was teaching me this week. And uh, share them with you, okay? So as I was thinking about all that the Lord has done and the thankfulness in my life, and thankfulness in our church uh, life that God has just been moving mightily and, and working through that. Also, I want to tell you guys, be praying for Pastor Nick in the Philippines. They're getting ready to put the roof on one of the churches over there. So that's coming up this week. So he said, please pray. He said, <laughs> he, said he, he definitely needs that. So that's cool, just how you guys are working on all those things. But what I found out while I was spending time with the Lord this week is that thankfulness is a second cousin to forgiveness. You said, well, what do you mean? And I thought about that. It's very hard to have thankfulness if there's not forgiveness in there. You ever notice that? They kind of run hand in hand. They kind of walk the same path, kind of first cousins there. And I want to talk a little bit about that today. I said where there's true forgiveness and thankfulness is thankfulness is sure to follow. But if you continue to hold in the bitterness and jealousy, you won't have room for God's grace and mercy. Amen. Have you ever known anybody that bitterness made things better? Never seen it. Bitterness doesn't make it better. It makes it worse. And what happens is unforgiveness and things, uh, and, and I always couple this here when I speak on forgiveness. When we forgive, that does not mean that we agree with the offense that the person has wounded us or hurt us, but it means that we agree to take God's way and go through that and allow God to heal us through that situation. Amen? So I hope you hear that today. Never discounting anything that you've been through. Always elevating and putting the light on what God has done. Somebody say amen. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So with that being said, I, I got real deep this week, and I, I want you all to listen real close when I tell you what the title is. Y'all ready? Again. You say, what? Again. I'm going to open that up to you a little bit. And, and so I, I started studying the word, and this is what I started seeing. I kept seeing this word appear over and over, and the word was again. And I guess I should really say again, kept appearing again and again. And so this is what I want to talk about. When we look at the word again, it's one of those words, the way we say it can mean a whole lot of different things. I'll give you all a couple examples, all right? You all ready for this? If I say again, it's time for school. Kids would probably say again, right? How about this? How about if I say company's here? And some people would say, again? Right? How about this? The Redskins lost. Again. Okay. But I think we won one, right? I haven't even been following. How about this? Well, let's switch it up now because it doesn't all have to be a bad thing. You know, the kids, when they go to the first time to go to Bush Gardens and stuff, you know, there are troopers out there. Can I ride the ride? Again. They're excited, man. They're all, all ready to roll. You know, think about this. Hey, can, can, how about this when you go to your neighbor's house? Uh, can I borrow that again? Real homely, can I borrow that again? All right. Now, this was a blessing to me. I had my new great niece that, that came over that I met this week, and Uncle Bud loses his mind with kids. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, man, we got to sing and play and do. I had her on my lap, and I'm singing, and she's just singing. She said, let's do the cat song again. I said, okay, and she's meowing, and everything. let's do the dog song. Man, we're barking, and everybody's going, what are they doing? We're living it up, man. And then she says, can I come back again? 
come on now. Can I come back over again? I say, yes, you can, anytime you want. So when I started looking at the agains in the Bible, I really honed in on a couple of these scriptures. If you guys got your Bibles, we're going to be doing some selected scriptures, but primarily jumping in, Matthew chapter 18. I'm going to go back a little bit, read uh, from 21, and roll on into it a little bit. So check this out. So it starts off here, Peter. How many know Peter? That he, he's just an amazing fellow in the Bible. Did he ever blow out a little bit? Just about every time you turn around, right? I love Peter. I'm so thankful because I go, I can work with that. See, a lot of times when we look in the Bible, we think, oh, all these superstar heroes and all this. But guess what? They blew it too. How y'all feel now? Feel like one of the team, don't we? Because we can blow it sometimes. But the good news is God forgives again and again. Aren't you glad? So take a look at this. So they're sitting around with the disciples, and Peter comes out, and he says, Peter came to, to Jesus. He said, Lord, how often... Should I forgive someone who sins against me seven times? Let me give you a little backstory. The rabbis and the religious teachers of that time said that you need to forgive somebody three times. How many glad are glad here today that God does not keep count of the times he forgives us? Yes. I could have heard a pin drop. I thought y'all would be going, ah, yeah. Man, I am so grateful that God's not on the counter. Well, you know, that's two and a half, buddy. Woo, all right, you know. That's not the case. So Peter, thinking he's going to be Mr. Spiritual, he said, hey, Lord, hey, Jesus, how about we forgive him seven times? And then Jesus opens up the scripture here and talks to us a little bit. Look at this. No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Now, all y'all getting your calculator out and seeing where your buddy's at right now. Man, I, I, I think I'm right real close. No. In other words, he's saying this. He says again and again and again continually. Aren't you glad that the blood of Christ continually cleanses us from our unrighteousness? And when God looks at you, when you have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ by receiving what he's done personally on the cross, the death, burial, resurrection, that God sees you pure as if you've never sinned because of the blood of Christ washed away your sins. Somebody say amen right there. That's the whole story in a nutshell. But so how many people find it hard to forgive? Sometimes, right? I mean, no, you know what? On our own, a lot of times we just can't do it. We need the Lord's prompting. We need to ask the Lord to help us, the Holy Spirit to help us in those situations. And I can tell you this. As time goes by, man, you just start looking and say, Lord, do you ever think about this? Do you ever think about how much God has forgiven you? That helps me to forgive others. But ultimately... I know that that is what God desires. I'm not telling you to be a Christian format. I'm not telling you to be used up, beat up, rolled over anything else. I'm saying seek the Lord and ask the Lord to help you in those areas, okay? So with that being said, we're going to roll on over. How many like the, the sound of this? Again, I think you're going to like it. Again, God forgives. I want to talk a little bit about that. I've got some scriptures here. If you guys want to write some of these down, I think they're going to be very, very good for us to keep in our Spiritual tool bag, amen? So look at this. First John 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sin and purify us from just a little bit of unrighteousness. No, I didn't say that, did I? It said all unrighteousness. See, I don't understand how people don't get excited about Jesus. I don't. Now, I, I, was, I didn't wake up one day, you know, as soon as I can understand things and, and start following Jesus, but when I got it, when the Lord just opened it up to me and said, boy, you're forgiven. I love you on your worst day. Woo! I can have some bad days. Anybody ever have a bad day? I have days I don't even like me. Amen? I'm going, ooh, look at that guy. What are you doing? You know? And then I try to find a way to blame it on my dog or something, you know? But how many do that? We don't like taking credit for those things, right? We like taking credit for the good things. But I'm going to tell you what. We give credit for the God things today. We're giving credit to where credit is due. And I said, look at this. I want you to see something here. Who is faithful in forgiving our sin? And everybody said, Jesus. Amen. What else do we see? He purifies us from all unrighteousness. Sounds like we need to be looking to Jesus. Amen. We need to be talking to the Lord. Preparing our hearts before the Lord. What else do we got? Everybody doing good? Write them down now. Isaiah 43, 25. And he says, I, even I, he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sin no more. So who does this? The 
Lord does this, right? For his own sake. He remembers your sin no more. And say, look at this. That's why he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. I pray as we were doing the songs today, we weren't just tapping our toes and, and, and keeping a beat. That we were allowing those words to penetrate our heart and not only come in, but also go up to the throne room and say, Lord, you are worthy. Man, has anybody had a, a, a debt paid? Somebody, somebody jumped in and paid away or something like that? Maybe it's a movie when you were a kid. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you had a bill that was, was overdue. Something, somebody, or somebody extended something to you that you really desired or you really needed that you didn't have. Maybe it's a drink of water. Maybe it's a ride home. Man, anybody ever had a long, long, long ride home? Walk home, excuse me, walk home. You think about a lot of stuff. I remember years ago, just popped in my mind, I was dating this girl. We were hanging out, and I went to visit her, and she, she fell asleep on the couch. I was like, I cannot believe that. I was hanging out there. I said, well, that's all right. I'll just go ahead and walk home. I'll show her. <laughs> nope. She was sleeping good. I got up, shut the door real hard. Boom. She'll come crawling back now, right? As I walked and walked and walked. I got so tired of walking, I ran. I'm not kidding. I just got tired of walking. Now, notice I was going back to Buckrow, and I was way over near here. No, it wasn't Denise. It's way back when I could walk that far. I walked so far, I got up by the cemetery over there by Parkland. That's when I ran a little bit more. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and run to this part, right? Yeah. And I kept, every car that went by, I said, surely that's her. She's going to pick me up. Surely that's her. Surely. Wouldn't you know one of my buddies, when I could see the street light at my mom and dad's house, I said, hey, dude, you need a ride? I go, no, not now. Might as well finish the blisters off, man. Oh, I'll tell you what. I had my flip-flops on, you know. It was summertime. <laughs> Let me tell you. Have y'all ever seen that Buick commercial where the eagle comes out and his feet's like this? That's what my feet look like. Oh. So then I'm really mad. So I call her and I go, hey. And she goes, huh? Where are you? I said, I walked all the way home. She said, well, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. But see, I thought, Wow. Surely, you know, they're going to come on my terms. Things are going to go the way I want to. I'm going to manipulate the system and all those things like that. I'm going to get saved when I want to. I'm going to do it the way I want to. Let me tell you what. We're going to do it the way God wants to. Amen. That's the way it is. And I tell you what. When I walked, and that was been a many a moon ago, let me tell you. I Sometimes when I'm going over to my mom's, I'm going, whoo, Lord, I'm glad I ain't walking. Those little things go back in here. I said, man, that was about the stupidest thing you did. And then I did other stupid things, so that's kind of in the same class. But I'm just telling you, that walk did me good. It did me real good. It made me kind of get a look in the mirror. Everybody needs to look in the mirror every now and then. See, I was, if you could have saw me strutting about the first mile, you'd say, well, yeah, I had it going on like this. I got to the cemetery. I was like this. I got up there by the IHOP. I was like this. And I come down there on the other side of Geno's, I was like this. Come down there, I was like, man, this is long, man. Well, let me tell you, we're in a journey in this, this life. And we don't have to walk it alone. We can walk it with the Lord. And we can walk it with the forgiveness of God. That puts a little pep in your step, amen. Let's keep on rolling here. Take a look at this. Colossians 1.13. And it says this. For he has rescued us. From the dominion of darkness and brought us, brought us into the kingdom of his son, he loves, and whom he, and whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. So think about this. He has rescued us. Anybody ever been in a situation where they got rescued? Car didn't start? Anything like that? Nobody. Only my wife, right? My car's not working. Where are you? Come get me. And this is what happens when you, when you this, I guess, I, I, you know, that's good. I go up, she gets out of the car, she gets in the car, gets in the truck. Now, I need rescuing because she got the vehicle now. She's like, we got to eat. I'm like, we got to fix this car, right? How about that? Have you ever been swimming and need somebody to rescue? How many people know how good I swim? Everybody should know that I don't swim good because, you know, oh, Pastor Buddy, he's always playing. So we go into the baptism or something and I fall down and you say, oh, look at him. He looks like he's drowning. I am. Okay, pull me out. Never forget this. My old buddy, we decided we're going to go out 
And we went to this place that had a pool, and around the pool had a three-foot, had like a three-foot little embankment, so I was good on that. So he says, come on, man, come on out here. I said, well, I can't get too far out there, you know. So I'm out there like this, and I go back to the side. I'm grown, man. I'm grown doing it. I'm coming back to the side. So my buddy gets out of here, he says, come on, man, he shoves me out a little further. <laughs> Not good. He will never do that as long. You ever had a cat <laughs> and put him in the shower? That's about the same thing he got. I leached onto him. I'm going down. I mean, I'm getting on top of his head. Anything. People get crazy when they're going under, man. You know? But here's the thing. Many times in this world, we're going under. We don't even know it. We're just going the same old thing, doing our same old deal. Anything else. When he finally pushed me to the side, I said, thanks. He said, I'm bleeding. I said, I told you not to put me out there, right? But even in the midst of that, I was thankful. I was thankful for another day. I was thankful for another breath. I was thankful for dry land. What are you thankful for? Because in the storms of life, we can get overdone. We can get, that water can just be, we can be taken on water and things like that. But look, Jesus has rescued us from the darkness, amen? Jesus has pulled us from the pool. From the pit, amen, and set us in the family of God. What else do we got here? We have his redemption. I love it. Psalm 103, 12. As far as the east is from the west, that's a pretty good ways, isn't it? So far, he has removed our transgressions from us. Have you ever been around somebody, and they say they're a believer, and I'm, I'm, maybe they are, but they just don't understand the fullness of the grace. Oh, I'm just an old sinner. I'm just all this. The Christian sin. Yes, we still blew it. But I'm not going to identify myself with that. I'm going to identify myself with my new life. Many man being Christ, he's a new creation. The oldest passed away, the new has come, right? And I'm going to say about my life what God says about my life. That he has set me in the family of God. That, hey, he has separated my sin as far as the east is from the west. While I was yet sinners, Christ died for us. Man, that ought to be something to, to say, I want to hear that again. And again, and again. But you know what we do? We listen to the world again and again. And we listen to, you know, whoever again and again. Look, if somebody is not lifting you up, don't listen to them again. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we got to speak in love and say, hey, you know, that's not good. That's not right. No, no, I'm not talking about that. But when you get around folks and they're just nipping at your heels all the time, I don't, I don't need that. How about you? Don't let folks bring you down and down and down. But you know what? In those situations, you just love them where they are, and we keep on moving. Amen? How about that compassion of the Lord? All these things. What he said? He's on the cross. They beat him. They whipped him. They pierced his side. Forgive them, Father, for they know what they've done. Man, that's forgiveness. Amen? But you know what? God can help us in these areas again and again so that we can be like Christ. Amen? Somebody say amen if they're doing good so far. How many people like forgiveness? How many people freely give forgiveness? Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Hey, I see people thinking, well, sometimes, yes, sometimes. And sometimes we do. How many people need help with forgiveness? How many people know that God will help them with forgiveness? Amen. Amen. And let me tell you this, talking from experience, sometimes the person in the mirror is the hardest one to forgive. I call it the woulda, shoulda, couldas. You know? Oh, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done this. I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. But do you know that God can work all things together for the good? He says that in his word, Romans 8, 28. He can still use you. Did Peter blow it? Over and over. Sure did. Right down to the line, man. He's denying Jesus, cutting off one of the guy's ears. He had been walking with Jesus three and a half years. Still need a little attitude adjustment every now and then, didn't he? Right? But isn't that the same guy when the Holy Ghost poured out in Pentecost that he starts preaching with such boldness that over 3,000 people get saved? That's who we want to identify with. Do they know, say, man, you know what? I, I, I'm not where I need to be. I'm still working in, in this thing here. But you know what? I'm not where I used to be. But positionally, you're right where you're supposed to be if you've got a relationship with the Lord. You are in the family of God. Somebody say amen. I could hear that all day long. Well, guess what? So he said again, God forgives. What else does he do? Again, God restores. I said Jesus restores our relationship. His sacrifice was perfect. 
You ever thought about how does that frame your day? Let me just say that. It's come to me. How, how does that frame your day? That Jesus restores our relationship. That everything that was wrong in our life as far as our sins separating us from an awesome and totally amazing God was redeemed and restored at the cross. Amen? Right there. But why do we run from it? You know what I think sometimes? Wouldn't it be amazing? How many people did Black Friday shopping and would actually say they did? We did. I had people, I was looking on Facebook, people said, I need somebody to stand in line. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you to stand in line to get this thing. Isn't that amazing? Standing in line. How many people got in there through a couple of elbows had to pray for people? Okay. Okay, I'm just asking. But man, because it was a deal. It was a sale. I was hoping, you know what, that maybe we'd have a, you know, a, 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 a grateful Sunday. People be lined up there. Wouldn't it be something out there? Lined up. Hey, man, I, I got to run to the, to the restroom. Could you keep my, my seat in line? Because I want to get in here and hear the word of God. Wouldn't that be amazing? Is there any better deal than what Jesus Christ has offered us on the cross? Any. Eternal life through his death, burial, and resurrection. And all we need to do is receive it. We go, yeah, but not right now. What are you saying? You know? Think about that. We were looking at some cool stuff yesterday. We went over to uh, Costco. They had this thing. I'm going to just share this with you guys. Maybe, maybe somebody will catch a hint. But anyway, great present, but you've got to buy it within a couple of days, they said. This lady said, excuse me. I said, yes, ma'am, how are you? She said, she's got this thing on. It looks like a little space pack, and it massages your neck. And she said, would you like to try it? I said, no, that's all right. And then I seen it just going like that. I said, yeah, I want to try that. So she says, you could charge it up. It'll last for an hour. I said, put it on me. I'm all in. Denise is shopping over here. I'm trying to get my glasses fixed, everything else. I'm like this. I said, I need to go find my wife. I got this thing on. I'm going, hey, hey. And then I start thinking people, are like, they might think it's a bomb or something. I got this thing. I said, I'm going to take it back to this lady. You know, you know, I think I'm just saying, man, this is great, man. This is moving. I mean, I'm doing all this and everything. Then some, see some people you ain't seen. They're like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm just checking this out right here. And so Denise goes back and looks at it, and she says, oh, you don't need one of those. <laughs> but she says, I think QVC's got some on sale. That's my girl right there. That's my baby right there. I'll tell you what, my wife loves to shop, but you know what I love on top of all the things about my life? wife is she's a deal-getting thing, boy. She comes from a long line of bargain babes. I love it. So I know when Mama goes by something, she's already, that's the deal. She's got the deal. But anyway, I looked at that, and I went, man, I wanted to put that on. And I thought, man, this isn't that good. It felt good. It was, it was great. It was, it, was, it was going to help me out. It was going to do these things, right? Why is it we don't want to put on the robe of righteousness that God has bought for us? You see where I'm going with this now, right? And if you do, you put it on, then you put a big jacket on so nobody don't know you're Christian sometime, right? No, man. Do people in your neighborhood know that you're a Christian? I'm not talking about because you've got 17 stickers on the back of your car. I'm not, I'm not saying any of that. Do they know that? Because the way you live, the way you act, the way you give, the way you do, you know? Let's go back to that imaginary line out here. Can you imagine if the churches had lines out front today like Best Buy had the other day? People camping out. See, I start thinking about those things. I said, man, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? The world's going crazy. You think they'd be running into the church for the answer, right? But no, we'll get it another day. We'll get it another day. God restores, man. I want you to hear that. God restores. Let's keep on going. What does he restore? He restores families. Heard story after story after story after story. And if your family has not been restored yet, I'm still trusting God to work it out. You might be the piece of the puzzle that God uses to bring that unity. Amen? But you know what? It's going to take the forgiveness. It's going to take his grace. Look at that. What else did he do? He restored sight to the blind. He restored the lepers. Not only one, he did ten at one time. You can't overload the goodness of God. Right? We have limited resources. We have limited energy. God has unlimited resources. What happens if we tapped into that, man? What happens if we tapped into that? 
People say, man, you stay busy all the time. I'm tapping into what's going on with Jesus. Then he said, you've been busy ever since you've been on. I said, yeah, I'm working on this message, and I'm getting excited about it. And everybody said, you always get excited about the message. I do. Man, because I'm right in the middle of this thing. I'm opening up the word, and I'm thinking about it all week. And I'm, and I'm laying down, going to bed, and thinking about this. And I got my earplug going, and I'm listening to scripture all night. And, man, I get up, and I go, woo, it's Sunday, baby. We get to share some Jesus. But guess what? I didn't just start on Sunday. I'm sharing every time I can, everywhere I go. And some days look a whole lot better than other days. How about you guys? Some days this look a whole lot better than other days. But I'm not willing to plow backwards and, and go, well, I should have done that. I could have done that. I go, Lord, don't let me miss out today. Don't let me miss out on this opportunity today because you know what? I have the privilege. You have the privilege to be a difference maker in somebody's life. Think about that. If it's just one person. I had a guy tell me a long time ago, and I was talking about some, this right when I was starting to go into ministry. And I never forget this. Probably need to let it go, but maybe it's a teachable lesson. Went out to eat with this guy, and he's talking. And he said, uh, I said, how can we reach more people for Christ? Man, I'm on fire. He's eating, eh. I said, well, you know, we could give out Bible tracts. I got saved from a Bible tract. He said, well, statistically speaking, you, you're very few. <laughs> and I thought, but I was the one. See, I got a song that we wrote a long time ago called Sheep 100. See, Jesus talked about what, what shepherd, he left the 99 to go get the one. Guess what? Because that one was valuable. And, and the guy started talking, and all I heard was, womp, 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 Because the Lord said, but you were worth it. Whoo! Come on, man. The Lord said, you got to make it personal. You were worth it. You got to do the victory dance, do the raising, man. Golly, God loves me that much. That's amazing, man. I'm telling you. Think about it. You got to make it personal. Yeah, but you don't, you're trying to defuse a blessing right there. Well, you never know. You don't know my past. Well, you know what? Look through the Bible. A lot of people had some rough past, didn't they? I got a buddy of mine. Maybe I'll get him to come share. I, I just met this guy over the last year and, and just become real good buddies. He got a story that will curl your hair. He actually wrote a book about it. I was reading it the other day, and I didn't know all that. I'm reading through there, and he, he made some bad choices, and they gave him 51 years in jail. 51! I can't wait to read the best. Where else? Because I'm thinking, how you got out? How did you do that? What happened? He'd be quick to give the Lord the praise. Amen. 51 years. I've only been living 52 years. Man. And then God showed up. Isn't that amazing? See, God doesn't know any distance to reach down and grab somebody that's willing to receive his son. You say, well, well you know, I, I, I don't have 51 years hanging on me. That's all right. Guess what? If you reject the only way to heaven, you just bought hell. Nobody wants to talk about hell, do they? We're going to talk about hell, right? Because if we reject the only way, this, this body's going to rot away. How many people know that? Mine is picking up speed as we talk sometimes. After what I put in it this week, I'm telling you. I am not kidding, boy. I got two new stretch marks Thursday. I was, I was throwing the bird down, boy. I was eating it. So anyway, I told Denise, I said, did you, did you dry these pants? She said, no. I said, oh, low carb next week. But look at that. What we do and, and going, 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 this body's going to wear out. I was watching one of those uh, Hallmark things. We got the Hallmark channel pumping all the time. I, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't care. This is what's going to happen every time. Y'all going to say, no. The guy that's in the military is going to come back and get the girl. All right? And they're going to live happily ever after. The dad's going to like the guy. That don't usually happen, do they? You know? I'm sure Jimmy won't be all excited. Oh, you just, what were you looking for? I come in here with my hair down. Hey, how you doing, Jimmy? He's thinking, where'd you find him? Where'd you get him? You know? Give me a realistic story, you know? And they're, oh, yeah, and, and you, you can already see how it's going. They got the little bell and this and this. And next thing you know, and I'm thinking, how long does it take somebody to kiss somebody in a movie? I told Denise, I said, if that was me, I'd already kiss you. She said, I know. I ain't kidding. The first time I saw Denise, I said, hey, how you doing? I was playing a little guitar. She's up there. She got ready to go. I said, all right, I'll see you later. Jumped on back. She's like, It worked. It worked. 20-some years later. She probably stiff arm me now, but then it was all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you, get, you look at these movies and you're thinking, this is, this 
is Hollywood. This is not the way this thing's working, man. You know, God's in a restoration business. You see all this. And I'm not saying they're not good movies, but you can already tell what's going on. Why don't we get excited about what God has done? God said, I'll take you right there. On your worst day, you don't have to clean up anything else. Just receive them. Just receive them. Just receive them. Amen. Where are we at now? Oh, that brings me to this one right here. The woman caught in adultery. They were ready to stone her, man. And that's something. When somebody else gets caught, you go, look what they did. Trying to sling the monkey. That's what we call it at work. Boom, sling the monkey, right? And then, so you got one guy slinging the monkey, and then you got the other guy that we usually call at work Teflon. How many have the Teflon plates? The, the thing. Nothing sticks. Oh, I don't know what they're talking about. But see, this is what's going on. Those things happen. And you turn around, and I wrote this down here. See, when others wanted to stone her to death, Jesus wanted to restore her to life. God is in the life-giving business, man. In the life-giving business. How many people know my second place, favorite place in the world to preach is? The hospital. I thought you were Because you know why? I got them then, boy. If they hook to that little drip, they can't go. I got them right there. How you doing? If they get on the elevator, baby, we're going to hear about Jesus. I, I, I really do. I get in there. I say, oh, what was that noise? What's that, what's that noise? I mess with people all the time. You can have fun being a Christian, right? You ain't got to be all like this. Like a, man, and bring it into the situation anytime you can. Yeah, that's good, man. I'll tell you what, that thing is shaking. I probably got this from my old buddy. I got to tell you this story. We were up on a Ferris wheel one time, and he loved to joke. So he got up there and this a guy, you know, you, you're facing this way, seeing the people like this. These were, they were, you could face people this way on this particular one. And we got up there and we go around the top. And this kid was a little squirmish. And they said, oh, it's okay, son, it's okay. And my buddy, <laughs> he starts tapping on the side of the thing. Oh, what was that? I said, stop it. And we go around and he got this, this guy working on the thing. When we're going around there, he goes, I think that guy, I saw him drunk in the parking lot last night. And the kids just grab it like this. And, it's, and it's, I said, man, that dad's going to jump over there and snatch on you, right? And I said, stop it, man. You're getting me scared. You know? And we're coming around and around and around and around. And, around. and he was just pointing all these little things out. See, there's people in your life that will start pointing out all these little things. And I would say, look up a little higher. Look up a little higher. Look up a little higher to what God has done for you, amen? Look at these things. Look at this. Restore the woman. I want to read this again. When others wanted to stone her to death, Jesus wanted to restore her life. What else we got? Jesus restores life. Y'all say that with me. Jesus restores life. Amen. I want you to see that today. So we got his forgiveness, and he got what he restores. Well, guess what else? Again, God loves. It's not a hard message, but it's a powerful message today. Amen. Look at this. Look at Jesus. John 3, 16. Everybody knows this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Right from the beginning, we start seeing the love of God. And again, God gives. God loves. I cannot get this, this out of my mind today, this, this Black Friday thing. And I go back to that, the lines that we saw, my heart, can, I'm driving, I'm going, Lord, start a revival. Start it with me. Start it with us. That people would line up to hear your word, that they'd be excited about what you've done. You know, you get in there and you get a TV for like, you know, uh, half price, you call it everybody. Man, they got this 65-inch TV that's down to $500. I, I want to go like this, come up beside them and go, I got everything under the sun and it was free. Cause Jesus Christ's life. Want to talk to him? You know? Introduce him to Jesus right there. Right there, man. But we get so wrapped around stuff. Another movie I watched last night. This lady, she had all this stuff. And I'm not against stuff, right? She had all this stuff. And guess what? People were drugging her and everything else. Trying to, trying to take her out. Trying to think that she was crazy, right? And I thought regardless if she had all that stuff or if she was sick or whatever. When you leave, you can't put it in that box. Amen? All you can take is, is what, what, you know, God has, has poured in you. I'll tell you what I want to take. I want to take as many people as I can to heaven. Now, Jesus is doing the work, but if I could be that vessel, come on. How about you? Man, I want to be that vessel. I don't want to see somebody up there with a widescreen trying to get in heaven. Open the door. That ain't happening. That's not happening. But I'm going to tell you what. what. What would happen when God plays back your life before you? Would he see how much you... Gave. I'm not talking just money. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about your heart, your time, the love, 
Did you give the love of Christ? Lord, help me to see these folks that I see that don't look like me, don't act like me, don't talk like me, whatever the case, through the eyes of the Lord. And aren't you glad after all that everybody doesn't look like you and act like you? One's enough, I can tell you. My mama would say that. She's been saying that for years. That's something else. Let's keep on going. First John 4.8. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because God is love. Isn't that something? That's a powerful statement. Let's look at it again. It says here, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And I know that God's still working things out in us, right? But do you love people different now than you did before you were saved? I hope so. Do you try to see the best in somebody now? I said it before, well, I don't know what they want. What, what do they want? I don't know. They need to do this. We, we can always, have you ever noticed this? We can live somebody else's life better than ours. We can spend somebody else's money better than ours. You ever seen that? Well, if I had all that money, I'd just burn mine. You ever heard that? <laughs> It'd be pretty, it'd just go poof in my mouth. <laughs> you know? But I've been blessed, man. How many of y'all go down the road, turn your radio off, and just start counting your blessings? Y'all do that? They think I'm singing. I'm just saying, Lord, I, I am so thankful. I am so thankful. You know what? My grandparents never even owned a home. Both sides. They never even owned a home. You know? And, and, and I'm just thankful for that stuff, man. You know, I'm, I'm thankful to have a family that, that's following after the Lord. We don't always do it perfect, but we're following after the Lord. I'm thankful that, you know what? I've never been hungry. Amen? Now, there's been times I said, oh, I'm about to starve to death. Give me another burrito. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people didn't have nothing to eat. I've never been in a situation where I didn't think my folks loved me. Some of you might have felt like that or whatever. I've never been in that situation. I'm thankful for that. I can imagine that would be very hard. But let me tell you today, you never have to be in a position to, to doubt the, God, the love of God. God's love is for you today. Amen? I hope that's coming out right. You never have to worry about that is what I'm saying. That God loves you. If you ever, ever, ever think, man, does God still love me? Look to the cross. Look to the cross, man. God loves us and loves us and loves us. Well, well, let me just say it like this. How about this? But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. If you want to memorize a verse, take that one to heart today. How about that? Wow, he didn't say when your hair looked good, not when you had your bank account full, not when you were doing everything the best you could. He says, while we were yet sinners. Man. Woo! Come on, you guys ought to be jumping up and down. I am. Here we go. First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. Not Mockingbird Lane, though. Here we go. Three things will last forever: faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Now we know many times that we look. Paul wrote in First uh, Corinthians there, and we call that the love chapter. And that really brings it home. He starts out here, and this will carry us through. Look at that. Three things that will last forever. He didn't say your bank account, 401k, your health. He didn't say that. But we live our life like those things will, right? Not saying you don't be prepared or anything else. Let's hone in on this. Faith, hope, and love. Man, the greatest of these is love. Let me tell you, if you're here today and you were going to do a little test, take a little dipstick like on your oil on your car, how would your love level be? Is it right on up here? Is it right here? Is it? And if it's running a little low, think about how much God loves you. Think about what God's done for you. Think about the forgiveness that God's given you. Amen? Take a look at this here. Do you see the love of Christ in your life? Do you? If you're real brave, you might talk to one of your good friends and say, do you see the love of Christ in my life? Don't get mad if they say, uh, you remember last week? <laughs> Whatever the case is. But you know what? If they're speaking to you in love, sometimes we need to make a course correction. Notice I said we. I'll make it even more personally. Me. Sometimes I need to make a course correction. Amen? But I know this. Again, God loves. Look to Jesus. Let's keep on rolling. So I'm going to hit you with this here real quick. I'm going to work through this. I want to talk about life real quick when we pull this through. Took the L and said, love, no matter how bad your past Jesus' love is available to you. Somebody say amen. Intercession. Jesus intercedes on your behalf. What do you mean intercedes? 
a lawyer says, hey, look, my client, this is what's going on. He's interceding. Lord, he's ours. Father, he's ours. He's put his faith and trust in us. I pay the price for him. Interceding. Amen? Let's go to the F. Forgiveness. Everybody say forgiveness. Let me hear you. Your sins are forgiven. Look at this. Past, present, and future. Thanks to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Today I'm not telling you something that maybe you've never heard before. Maybe it is for some folks. But today I'm telling you something that you can apply every day of your life. Amen? And let's do it. Look at this. And of course we have eternity. Are we eternal minded? Your eternity, your, your eternal security is in the arms of Jesus. Amen? Think about that. You know, I think back on, on sports and stuff. Sports, you know, sometimes you make the team, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get the job, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you marry the person you thought you, you wanted to be married to, and sometimes you don't. All those things, you see what I'm saying? But there's never a time that God says, ah, I don't love you anymore. There's never a time God says, well, you know, you were doing real good for six months, but now you're out. Amen? Eternal, again and again and again. Look at this. We see this over and over and over. Jesus prayed, man. He healed. He showed compassion. He forgave. He spoke life. He restored. That's the God of the Bible. That's the one true God. Somebody say amen, man. I'm telling you what, I could talk about this all day long because God is good. God is good. So when you think about this and you say, well, what was the message on? What was the title of the message today? Again. I pray that that again is huge in your heart right now. Again, God forgave us. Again, God restores us. Again, God continues to love us. Again and again and again. He reaches out with his love. He reaches out with forgiveness. And he reaches out to right where you are right now. Now, in just a minute, we're going to receive communion. I want to talk about that in just a little bit. Now, we, we do communion here, um, and it's open communion, which means this. If you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, please take, take hold of that. If you have not, I ask you to refrain from that and pray about it and then go from there, okay? But I want you to listen to this. As we take communion today, it's a representation symbolically of his body being beaten and broken for us. The juice that will be taken is, is that of the blood that was poured out for us. And he says, do this in, in remembrance of me. And we'll talk a little bit. I want to read some more scripture, but I just want to kind of hit you guys with that a little bit earlier. It is a great thing to reflect upon the death, burial, and the resurrection. Now, I'm going to tell you what. You guys listen to me. I love to laugh. I love to joke. I'll anything. But I'm going to tell you what. I am serious about Jesus Christ. Amen. I am serious about the Lord Jesus Christ because I want you to know the truth. I want you to know that Jesus Christ died for your sin. I want you to know that there is only one way to heaven, and it's through a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to realize that the Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I want us to know it's by grace we're saved through faith, not that of ourselves, but it is a gift of God. Christmas time's coming. How many people love gifts? I'm telling you about a gift right here that won't even fit under your tree. But it'll pierce your heart, and you can take it everywhere you go. It's called forgiveness. It's called grace. It's called mercy. It's called Jesus. Amen? So I want to pray for us right now, and I want you to think about what are you doing with the gift that God offers you? What are you doing with the gift of today, of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice that takes away the sin? Hey, I can't, I can't have it. I got to go back to this. Look at this. Look what, he, look what it said here. It said, 1 John 1, 9, if we can confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us all our sin and purify us from all unrighteousness. Isaiah 43, 25, we had that. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and, and remembers your sins no more. Colossians 1, 13 and 14, for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of, the son, of his son he loves and whom he redeemed us, the forgiveness of sin. What else can I say? What more can I say? Lord, please, God, make this simple. Make it clear. You know, hide me behind the cross. I want people to know you today. Let us pray.
Father God, I thank you so much for your message. And again, and again, and again, Lord, you continue to love us. You continue to forgive us, restore us. What better gift is there? What better deal is there? But it's just not that. We have the opportunity to live the life here filled with your presence. Lord, and not only that, when we take our last breath here, we can take our first breath with you. We can shed these things. Lord, you can help us in every area of our life, Lord. We need you. So if you're here today and you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, please listen to me. Please listen, Lord. Touch their hearts. I ask this question more than I ask any other question that I can think of. If you died today, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? You say, well, buddy, I don't know. I'm a pretty nice guy. It's not about being a nice guy. You can't do enough nice things to get to heaven. You can't give enough money to get to heaven. You can't be pretty enough to get to heaven. There's only one way to heaven. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. So today, I pray, as we take this moment to examine our, examine our hearts, if I die today, do I know for sure I'd go to heaven? But not only that, I want you to live today in the power of the resurrection of Christ. You say, well, buddy, what do I need to do? The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Are you willing to put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross? That's what the Bible says. He says, believe on the Lord Jesus. If that's you today, I want you to just look up here. I want to pray for you. I want, I want you to know that today, when you call on the name of the Lord, he says, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And with that being said, I pray that today is a transforming moment in your life that you call upon the name of Jesus. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. All right. At this time, I'm going to ask our ushers to come up for just a minute. And we are going to share in Holy Communion. And I want to share a little bit about that. And, uh, yeah, come on around. Come on around. We're good. And so today, I just want to share a little bit uh, of what we have there. You know, today, if you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, I, I encourage you to, to partake in this as we reflect on our life and also what Jesus has done for, for us through the death, burial, resurrection. So with that being said, I'm going to ask Brother Mike to come over here and Miss Bonnie, and I'll ask him to, to pray over this. And um, if you have any problems taking this out, what I'm going to ask you, we're going to pass this out, and I want you to just think about your life. I want you to think about what this represents and what Christ has done. The bread being his body, and also just the, the juice being the blood that he poured out for the atonement for our sins. And also, I know that these are a little tricky, so if you need some help with this, they'll, they'll show you how to flip these open right here. And what we'll do, um, we're going to go ahead and pass these out, and I ask you to just examine your heart, and we will take the Lord's Supper together after it's all passed out. So thank you so much. I'm going to take one of these, and I'm going to ask Mike to pray for us right here, if you would, brother. special time, Father, of Thanksgiving, where we just give thanks to you for all the blessings that you have given to us. We also have this special time of communion with you. And, Father, as we, uh, as, as we take this bread and the fruit of the vine, we do so in remembrance of the life that Jesus freely gave for the forgiveness of our sins. And we are grateful, Father, that uh, the sacrifice that you made, and, and that, Father, for that we may have eternal life with you and that you would restore us to you. Amen. Amen. If you want, uh, you can sing with me or uh, just uh, thank the Lord for what he's done. Yeah. 
singing. I'd like to read a little bit from God's Word. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three says, On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread, and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and said, This is my body which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take of the bread. He says, in the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this is the cup in my New Testament between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me, often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you're announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Let's drink of the Amen. I tell you, friends, I, I pray that today's message was a message that we see about the amazing grace and love again and again and again that God gives us. And I'll just say this. There's never a time that God's not available. There's never a time that God will not reach out to rescue you. So let us pray as we dismiss him. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for each one listening online and those here. I thank you for the celebration as we celebrate the death, burial, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we do this, we think about your body that was, was, was beaten for us, Lord. The sins that you paid that were not yours, but they were ours, Lord. And you willingly lay down your life. You poured out your blood to redeem us to yourself. And I pray today, Lord, that those who listen to this message and hear it with a freshness. And Lord, that it renews their spirit as they move forward in taking hold of the life that Jesus Christ has given them. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope you guys enjoyed the message today. Hey, drop us a line. Share the message. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.